Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Hello there, Rebel Souls, and welcome back to another episode. I was literally walking on the beach this morning about even less than an hour ago. And I got this inspired idea to do this podcast episode. So I sat down on the beach mid walk and wrote just a couple of different notes, a couple of little bullet points, and am going to soul riff from these ideas that came up. Now, this is definitely a little bit of a different vibe than I usually do, but I want to push the envelope of what fun feels like in my business and what flow feels like and really bringing more ease. And so this is my own permission to do things in the most fun way. And I'm going to bring you guys along with me. So in this episode, we're going to talk about doing things your way, having more fun. I'm also going to talk about making the decision to commit to your success, right? How do we show up in our business as if our success is already inevitable? And then the last thing I want to riff riff on is talking about the emotional part of business. You guys, this is an emotional game. And what actually happens is that we waver on our decisions because of the doubt. And more importantly, it's really the fear of disappointment of not getting our are hitting our goals that keeps us from hiding and from not showing up and from changing our mind and unplugging our energy. So I can't wait to dive into all of these things, but first I have a couple of quick announcements that I'm super, super, super excited to let you guys in on. So this Sunday on June 19th, I am so excited to announce that I am teaming up with just lively and the lively foundation. And I'm doing a free two day masterclass called sold out offers. You guys, this is going to be so good. This is, if you're a spiritual coach, healer, creative, which you are, cause you're listening to this, this masterclass is really going to help you turn your spiritual gifts and modalities into soul clients. And what I quickly learned when I really owned being a spiritual coach is that not everyone understands the spiritual language concepts and energetics, the way we do. So in order to sell our services, we have to get really good at translating these spiritual modalities into a language that our clients can really understand because they're not where we are yet. We have to help guide them. And when we really can help, can understand how to talk to them in a way where it resonates, that is when it's going to call in soul client alliance. So soul aligned clients and this problem of not being able to really articulate what we do and the value that we give keeps way too many spiritual coaches and teachers from 
fully showing up and charging their worth. And that's really the end result is I want you guys to be able to get paid a ton of money for the things that you freaking love because you're worth it. Okay. So you can sign up. The link is going to be in the show notes. It's two days. It's this Sunday. And then the Sunday after that, which is the 26th. So I can't wait to see you there. I'm going to be doing some coaching. I'll be answering questions. This is going to be very interactive. So I can't, yeah. And there will be a replay. So sign up if you can't make it to, and you'll be able to get it. The next little announcement that I want to make is about the winner of the giveaway for the podcast. First off, thank you so much for everybody who shared and reviewed this. I really, really appreciate it. I felt every single one of those from my heart. And the winner of the, what I was giving away is a session with me. A, you got a chance to be on my podcast and then a awesome little grab bag, grab bag and carry Arette is the winner. I'm so excited. I'm actually going to be doing a podcast episode with her in the next couple of weeks. She is the queen of alignment. So it's going to be a really, really fun conversation. And I can't wait to bring Carrie to this platform for you guys. This is truly, truly a gift. Okay. So let's dive in. Let's get into it. Okay. So I want to continue to expand what is possible in your guys's mind as far as how we can run our businesses and i and more importantly really giving you guys permission to do things your way to have more fun to do things in alignment right and to stop all the shooting and i remember and and i always talk about like the before i found alignment and really claimed my power versus when i was doing things from this very shitty place and what I now in my business, I only show up and I only create when I am truly aligned. And let me give you guys an example. Okay. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but this podcast, there is not a consistent date that it comes out on, right? It's not like every Monday, every Tuesday. In fact, I've only been doing this for maybe three months. And this podcast has probably come out almost every single, like different days, every time. And the reason why that that is, is because I have a standard for myself of how, um, how I like to show up and I'm only going to show up when I have something super valuable to say. And I remember in the past where I was like, oh, I have to send an email every day on this day, or I was very much trying to follow the the rules and fit myself into a book. And I was just literally doing things just to do things. And to me, I feel like on some level, I'm just being freaking honest. And that's what this podcast is about is like, I'm not even trying to filter myself and I have no notes is that I felt like I was just doing it to do it because I told myself would, but I wasn't really giving value to the people. Right. It was just like, and maybe a little bit, right. Like maybe I was just like, Oh, I did it. Okay. Uh, I can move on. I can check it off my list. And what I've realized is in actually over time that kind of caused some emotional coding, right? There was a little bit of like trauma caused by that because it was no longer fun. And now whenever I do, when I'm in my business, I'm pushing the envelope of fun and flow where I it's almost, I'm being the red, this is like the rebel in me where I'm like, well, I'm not going to do it unless it's good. And I want to give you guys permission, right. To like really explore what it feels like in your business to only take action when 
it feels right. Now, there's a big caveat on this, and I'm going to talk more about the emotional piece a little bit later in this episode, because we, we have to be honest of when we're getting stuck in the emotions of resistance right? Because that definitely happens. And then we spin out and then we end up taking no action. But what I want to say is that there is a world, there is a possibility where you can actually learn how to get through that resistance and move through that resistance within maybe a minute to like 10 minutes or maybe 20 minutes, and then find a place of alignment and then act from there. And that's really what I'm doing, right? So it's never an excuse that like, oh, I'm not aligned, I can't take action or I'm not embodied, I can't take action. What I actually do then is if I'm not feeling aligned or if I'm not feeling embodied, then my job is to get aligned and is to get into the embodiment. And what I do for this is I pause, right? So whatever the feeling is that's coming up, right? If it's doubt, if it just does, if it's whatever it is, if if it doesn't feel good, then there's something that needs to be released. And so I will sit down and get very, very curious and I'll allow myself to fully feel whatever the resistance is. And then once that is done, then I'm going to be in this neutral place. And from this neutral place, my first thing that I do is I go to fun, right? So this is where the bubbles come in. You guys, this is why I actually got really obsessed with bubbles because it was just something that my inner voice told me that brings me instant joy and brings me back to this place where I feel very like childlike and just like this joy. And so I don't just do the bubbles just because I'm like, Oh, bubbles. I'm like doing the bubbles because it actually activates this fun and this joy and this like elatedness. And that state then brings me into this other level where I'm like become creative. And it's like, then I'm creating from that. I also do this with music. I do this with singing. So often before I'm going and posting and, or doing or creating content or sharing, I'm actually getting in this state of fun and joy. And so literally every single time I'm showing up and creating something, it's coming from a place of fun. It's coming from joy. And I'm a hundred percent in control of that. And looking back now to like before when I was just, it felt like checking boxes and I was like taking myself way too seriously. And I was like obsessed with like mindset work. It was like this, I was doing the actions to get an end result, but the actions itself wasn't the fun. And now what I'm doing, the creating, this is the fun part. This is the part that I'm enjoying because I'm fully in it and I'm doing because I want to be doing and I'm creating from a place of like pure embodiment. And so when I'm showing up and I'm, and you guys, anytime you guys hear, see one of my emails, one of my posts, anything, it's coming from this place of pure embodiment from pure soul. It's like a little piece of me that has been put out into the universe. And so I don't put the pressure on myself to send a hundred emails and and that's like, that's like exaggerating, right? It's a send, you know, five emails a week or to post every day. And granted, there are some people that they do that and it works for them and they enjoy it, but that's not me. That's not my set point. I'd rather do I'd rather do slower and more intentional because that is actually how my energy is. And I talk about this. I'm a projector. I'm my energy is a little bit different from people and how I respond is different than other people. And so what you really want to be doing and this, why I even bring this up and talking about this is to remind you guys that 
this just gets to be fun and you get to do it your way. What is the one thing in your business right now that feels like the most resistance? Ask yourself, how can I do this in a, in a fun way? How can I make this? So I want to be doing this. So I'm enjoying it and then do that. There's no rules out there. We're making our own rules. And the more that I'm giving my middle finger to this, to do it, thinking I should do it or trying to follow other people's way, I'm actually just finding my own way. And it's way more fun. And also a reminder, and this is so key, you guys, is that the universe, it responds to our energy. So we go first and the universe responds. We get to decide how the rules work, how the universe works. And so the more that I've decided that I get to get results by showing up only when it feels aligned and not putting the pressure on me to do more is actually works for me, right? When we think, when we have it and it's either conscious or subconscious that, oh, in order to sign clients, I need to do X, Y, Z. If that's what you really think and you really believe, then you're going to create that reality. But you can also change your energetic standards and your rules for the way the universe works by deciding to do it differently. And since I have decided to do it from a place of fun and flow and just following my intuition and not shooting and only doing it when it, when I know why I'm doing it. And that I'm doing it from a place of it's truly going to benefit me and my clients. That is when I really have felt connected to showing up and it's easier for me to show up. And I get so many more inspired ideas because I'm not forcing myself to do it in a way that is not right to me. So this is your permission to do it your way. And just your reminder that it gets to look however the fuck you want. And what actually works for you is what you believe. So really sit down and take some time and figure out, wait, what, what rules have I created either consciously or unconsciously in my business, right? How is the universe responding to me? And you get to change that for yourself. Now, The next thing I want to riff on today for you is I want to talk about committing, committing to your decisions, right? Committing to your big goal. Now I'm going to talk about this in a a couple of different ways. So first off, going back to the topic of really leading yourself, what I see so much in with my clients and I've even done myself is that we're often waiting for evidence or for other people around us to validate what we're doing works or like to give us permission to do the thing. And one of the most, I think, powerful things that we can do and also is so pivotal because it allows, it becomes more fun when you can do this way. And I'll tell you in a minute, which is Deciding how it's going to look. So for example, I, when I quit my corporate job to become a coach, I 
already decided that my success was inevitable. I knew that I would make it like, there is no doubt in my mind that I would not fail. And the reason why I know that is because I committed to it. I decided that it was going to happen hundred percent regardless. And in fact, my first couple of years, I was being an entrepreneur when my business didn't look so successful to the people outside. I was often asked by my, specifically my family, Hey, what's your, like, what's your backup plan or what's your plan B? Or like, what are you going to do if this doesn't work? And it was always bankruptcy. I was actually willing to lose it all. I was willing to go through all of my money. I was willing to go move in with my parents, which actually happened, right? I was willing to put it all on the table to succeed. And so the way that I show up in my business is that my success is inevitable. So knowing that in the end, right, when everything is said and done, that I'm going to be successful, that I just get to show up. And when it doesn't look successful or it looks hard, I get to remind myself that, wait, this is just one little thing on the way. And that, oh, wait, we aren't at the end yet. And I want you to think about a movie, right? Like think about a movie where in the movie, you don't, you know, when you first see a movie, you don't know how it's going to end. And so you get really lost in it and you're like, oh my gosh, you're like, what's going on? Is this going to have a happy ending? And then the movie ends and it has a happy ending. And let's say like a couple years later, you go back and you watch this movie. You don't watch it with the same angst because you already know it's going to have a happy ending. You know exactly how it's going to end. And so, yeah, you're still emotionally involved in it, but you're able to like release a little bit because you just know it's all going to work out. And that's really how I show up in my business because I know with every single ounce of my being that I'm going to make a million dollars one day. And I remember there was a point where my goal was I'm going to make six figures one day and make multiple six figures one day. And here I am, I am that person now. Right. And so it's, is inevitable that I will get to my million, to a million dollar business and a multi-million dollar business. It's already decided. I've already committed to it. Now I just go out and live the journey, right? And what fucks us up so much is thinking it needs to happen now, right? When we're not there yet and we're in the emotions because something's not going right and we're looking at the evidence, we're looking for proof of if it works or not. And when we don't see it, then we go into doubt. And the thing about doubt is that it's kind of a scary place, right? It's, it's this emotional place where it feels really uncomfortable and we are so emotional. We can't sometimes see the end result or tap back into the place where we know it's all done because in those moments of doubt, in the, in the, in the, the downs of our journey, if we, after, and I'm always I'm always an advocate for always just processing the emotions and not trying to fix it right away. But after you process those emotions, the place that you want to bring yourself back to is I already decided how this is going to look. And in the end, 
my success is inevitable, right? And you know how it's going to look, but if you can always just go back to that, then you get to ask yourself, okay, well, we know that's going to, that's, that is the end. Then how do I want to show up right now? How do I want to tell my story? Like, what is this piece right now going to, how is this going to be part of my story? That's going to help me get there and inspire other people. When I was, and I don't know if I've, how many times I've told a story, but I'm going to tell it again. And my first, I think maybe like 18 months of an entrepreneur did not look so great. And in fact, my biggest fear was that I was not going to make money and then have to move home with my parents. And that actually came true. So when I was the nine months that I was living at my parents' house, if I had determined my success based off of that, I might have gone back to a corporate job, right? But I knew that 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 was just one piece in my story. And now looking back, I love telling this piece of my story. I actually feel like a badass. I'm like, yeah, I actually, I didn't make the money. And so I moved home with my parents. And while I was there, I freaking figured out how to make money. And 10 months later had made a hundred thousand dollars and was like living on my own, right? Like that's proof that it's possible. So if you're Maybe you're in this place where you're not exactly where you want to be. Maybe you're living with your parents. Maybe you don't have the money you want. What does this mean to your story? What are you making this mean? How can you, can this be a piece in your story that it changes everything? Like, how can this be the place where you're like, yep, this is the place where I rise, or this is the place where this is the time when I prove to myself that I am committed no matter what. And Living from this place of already being, having being decided, already being committed, knowing how the movie is going to end, then you just get to play in this moment. How do I want to show up right now? Who do I get to be that then is the main character that becomes the hero of the story and all is inevitable for you? It's interesting because this topic of commitment has come up a little bit this week with my clients and one of my clients that I'm working with, we are going for helping her go from doing one-on-one clients to now going to group. Right. And that's, that's actually can be a a bit of a scary jump going from one-on-one to group. And we've been working together for a couple months and there was a point where she was like, I don't know, maybe I don't want to do group. Maybe I'm not ready for group. And we had and she had some realizations before we even got to our last call. And she was like, wait a minute. She's like, I see that what I was doing, like, I was just scared. I just was like doubting it. And she made this analogy about her relationship. And she has this beautiful relationship with this amazing fiance and they're getting married soon. And it's been beautiful to see her connection with her fiance. And, you know, it hasn't been all rainbows and daisies, but there's been some ups and downs. But the thing is, is that she's so committed to this relationship and to this man that even when she's in the down, she's never think she's never doubted giving up or doubted leaving him. And she's like, oh, that's the same thing with this decision to go from, you know, one-on-one to group. It's like, I can't give up. I have to commit. And that's what this is about. When you, when we are growing, when we are expanding in our business, right? When we're going from something that is unknown to something that's known to unknown, when we're making that jump, we can't give our energy to the doubt because when we're looking at the doubt, then we're going to take actions and and then want to change our mind. And really what we're doing is that we're just trying to protect ourselves from disappointment. And I've done this and I'm, and I'll tell a story as well, but I'll give you an example in my business, but 
ultimately every single time that I have doubted myself or like wanted to change my plans or was like, Oh, maybe I can't do this. It was ultimately because in the end, there was a piece of doubt, but it wasn't even just about the doubt. It was because I didn't want to disappoint myself if I failed. Right. And that, and think about that, like, think about the thing that maybe you might be scared of. It ultimately comes to, we don't want to be disappointed. And that was exactly what happened with my client where she was like, well, what if I go to groups and then I'm not able to fill my group. And then, you know, and then I feel like a failure or it's like this disappointment. So when you, and this is something that I will do when I, when I have this realization where I realize that I'm wanting to waver on my commitments when I'm wanting to change my commitment to myself, it's because of the underlying disappointment. So what I will do in this case is that I will go looking for the disappointment, right? I'd be like, oh, wait, I see what I'm doing here. I just don't want to feel this feeling and then invite it up to the surface, invite it to come into my body to allow myself to feel the disappointment. Because when we are changing our plans, because we don't want to feel disappointed, we are actually feeling disappointed in that moment because we're avoiding it, right? And so when we can bring it up and feel fully feel it and see that it's just a vibration, see that it's actually can be safe in our body and then fully process all the disappointment that we possibly think are projecting onto the situation, then it's going to clear you out and make you a clear channel to then start taking action towards that. So if you are wavering on your commitment, or if you're in doubt about, it could even be about your business. It could be about your niche. It could be about a specific offer. It could be even as small as like a new masterclass, right? Whatever it is that you're doing right now, I want you to ask yourself, have you already decided? Are you committed to how it's going to look? Right. And not that how you want it to look because you don't believe that you can really do it. And so you're going to play small, but like, what do you truly freaking want? And when you can really be honest with yourself of the thing that you want, it might feel scary and that's okay. But the work is, is then for you to expand to being that, to embodying the person that can have it to, that can create that. Now, I believe that we all we have everything we need inside of us. The desires, everything that's leading us, it's there because we are meant to have it. It's already in us, but how we actually bring it to fruition and create it is through the embodying of it, which is the inner work, which is expanding to become the person that can create it. And so when I was working with my client and we finally on this call was just like, yep. Again, that's what I I remember at one point I asked, it's like, well, you can, you can just you're welcome to just continue to sign one-on-one clients or you can really commit to building a group program and expanding into that person, right? It's your choice. And that's what I want it to be for you. Like it's your choice. You get to, you get to choose where you are right now, but knowing Full on knowing that that desire is your potential. That desire inside of you is what's meant for you, is what you're meant to embody. And so 
you can continue to spin out and to have me in the doubt and to like, let the negative emotions fuel, I mean, really dictate what you do, or it comes down to really understanding the emotional game, which is the next piece I really want to talk about here. Right. And this is, this is it, you guys, like it, when it comes down to business, like what, what really creates results is our ability to navigate our emotions, our ability to feel the negative emotions, to sit with the doubt, to sit with the disappointment and to see that we can handle it. Now, the thing that really gets my business results is the work that I do every day. And I've shared this a little bit throughout the podcast and some of my old podcasts, but my, my framework, what I teach my clients, what I use on myself is called the embodiment work. And really every single day or most days a week, I don't want to say every day, cause that's a lie. Um, I would say maybe like five times a week. And it's give or take, right? There's some times where I'm just really, really dialed in and I'm already embodying, so I don't have to do it. And then there's some weeks where I'm wavering on my doubt. And those are the weeks that I do this work more often. But really what I'm doing is every single day that I do this work, I am sitting down and I'm looking for the resistance. I'm looking for the doubt. I'm asking it to come up so that I can see it, so I can fully feel it. And then it will no longer be there because what I did for so long is that I just pretended it wasn't there, right? Because I thought that if I, if I gave my attention to it, then that's what I would manifest. But that's not exactly how the way it works. You can be the observer of your feelings and not be in the feeling and, and have the story with it. And it's the story with the feelings that then create the manifestation. So if we're looking, if we're sitting in disappointment and we have no stories with it, and we're just able to feel the, the, the sensations of disappointment in our body, and we're able to release it and know that it's safe, then we're actually releasing the things we're clearing out all the things that are in the blocks that are in our way from bringing in the things that we want to manifest. And so it's just become a daily thing for me to look at my doubt, to give doubt, fear, disappointment space to come up so that when I'm going out in my day and creating and showing up that I'm, it's, I'm not subconsciously making decisions because I'm really scared underneath, right? I'm, I'm, I'm truly just coming from this embodied place. I'm truly coming from this place where it feels so good. And what I've noticed over the last year where this has just become my way of life is that I have way more inspiration and more ideas and just this capacity to hold more and this capacity to dream bigger and this capacity to just be with myself because there's not all of this underlying doubt that's constantly triggering thoughts that's then sending me down these rabbit holes that's wasting my time because I'm following things following these ideas that aren't even true right so I want to give you permission to know that the negative emotions and being able to observe them in your body and give them space is the thing that's going to get you to where you want to go right? This is not, we're not trying to avoid it. 
but rather when we can have the tools, when we can see that it's safe to feel it, then we're actually not going to be triggered by the disappointment. So now when I think about like doing launches or when I even to simple things of like making an email, like I'm not, I don't put any pressure on it to have a result. I'm not ever feeling disappointed because I'm cleared that out of my body. And so it just all gets to be fun for me. It just gets to be like, oh, we'll see how this is. And we'll see how that is because I'm not doing things because I'm trying to manipulate the way I feel, because if it doesn't work, then I might feel disappointed because I'm already willing to feel disappointed and I'm already okay with it. So I'm safe. So I can just go and show up and do what I want without having to deal with all the mind chatter that's, that was pulling me down before and keeping me playing small. So that's it. That's what I have for you guys today. This was definitely a fun, fun experiment for me just to come on here and kind of riff from my heart and not have, not have, usually I'll pick like one topic and I think about it all week long and I make all these notes and I come up with these stories. And then by the time I record, it's just like this beautiful masterpiece, but it's been so fun to create a masterpiece in a different way where it's just coming from my soul and just led from my intuition. And I want this just to be proof that you can create a masterpiece just from the inspiration, just by doing it your way and giving you, giving yourself permission to try things a little bit different. So I hope to see you guys at the masterclass that is going to be once again, this Sunday, I will link up the sign up below. Once again, this is partnered with just lively. So the lively community it's all through them, the signups and stuff. So make sure you go sign up over there. There will be a replay. I, yeah, I, I can't even tell you there's all, even my clients that have been in my program that are going through my programs right now, I'm telling them to come to this because what I'm going to be doing in this particular masterclass is unlike any other. And I'm really, really catering this to anybody who has that spiritual modality and really wants to get good at like, how do you talk in a way where people understand? And it's not like they're looking at you like, I don't get what you're saying, right? So it's going to be fun. So come play and have fun and learn how to turn your soul gifts into clients. Okay. I'll see you guys next week. Have a beautiful day.